to know what was wrong. I had to find out what it was. And the first thing I wanted to have is no toxic cleaning products. Just because you have brain change doesn't mean you can't still do things. You may do it differently. You might need more time. I decided to turn my disability into my ability, and around 7th and 8th grade, I started playing able-bodied sports. If we were knowledgeable, if we were educated, we would have solved science earlier. You battle, and you battle for every single inch of health. A New Perspective, hosted by Tim Sutton. This broadcast is produced by Griffo Productions. Brought to you by A Better Understanding, giving you a better understanding. Hey everybody, this is Tim Sutton, uh, trying to give you a new perspective. Uh, this is show number six of third season. I appreciate everybody being here and listening and watching and pretty much educating yourself on different uh, uh, populations. Uh, we talk about disabilities and which I prefer to call different abilities. Everybody has abilities. It's sometimes people do things a little bit different. So a little background on me, I'm a retired law enforcement officer, 34 years, spent about the last 20 working with people uh, dealing with and families dealing with different abilities. And um, luckily I retired in December, don't have to put the uniform on it. I can focus a little more on working with families and individuals with disabilities and doing some events just uh, locally in the Richmond, Virginia area. Um, we're having an event at August 12th in Mechanicsville, Virginia. I believe it's one to four and we're having a dance party for individuals with disabilities. So if you're local, check it out. It's a betterunderstanding.org. You can go on there, see what we're all about, uh, our nonprofit and uh, register to come to the party. We're going to have a really good time. So, just uh, if you're not too familiar with the show, what I try to do is bring people on uh, to have a conversation, uh, whether they have a disability or they're doing amazing things in the disability community. And uh, today we've reached all the way out to uh, Texas. And I've got my friend here, um, Michelle Caro, who is with the city of Grapevine Parks and Rec, who's doing amazing things with individuals uh, with disabilities and really focusing on them. So. I'd like to welcome her, welcome her on. Hi. Hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm great, and you? I am doing very well. I appreciate you being here tonight. And uh, like I was telling the uh, audiences, well, I just like to highlight people who are making an impact on the disability, uh, disability community. And uh, was made aware of what you've got going on with the uh, Parks and Rec, and uh, hoping you could share some of that. Well, thank you, Tim. Thank you for having me on to spread the word about what we're doing here in Grapevine, Texas, um, which is awesome. Um, the Club All Access program um, is a program that was started five years ago. Um, this program was started um, by a citizen request of saying the community wasn't doing enough for this population. Um, when that, and then I got the phone call after that to say, what do I think about starting a program for adults with disabilities? Um, since then, the program definitely has grown from six to now 28 students that we are facilitating at the Rec and Grapevine. That's great, that's great. So your, your background lends itself to this. Can you give us a little bit about your background? 
my degree, I have a degree in therapeutic recreation. Um, but in the going on, can't believe it, almost 20 years um, that I've worked for the city, um, I have worked in different capacities like event coordinator, recreation coordinator. So this was the first time I'm able to actually use what I went to school for. So very excited about that. Well, that's, that's unusual in itself because, you know, so many people go to college and what they get into, you know, I've got a business degree and I went into law enforcement. So exactly. a lot of times you go into something completely different, but you're actually able to use, you know, it took a while, but you can use that degree to uh, really yes. push and advocate and do the things that you want to do and help the people that you want to help. Exactly. Exactly. Um, like I said, this program has definitely been not only life changing to the individuals I serve, but also to myself um, until I dove into researching what providing such a service is all about. This is, you know, what it entailed. I never knew that it was such a need and how many individuals once they, especially once they leave the educational system, the, they're, you, you know, everybody think that they're done, but right. they're not. And so then they're stuck at home with aging parents where nowhere, nowhere to turn. So I am just so excited that I'm able to provide something like this for them. Yeah, I've heard so many parents talk about that. I know in Virginia, uh, any type of disability, uh, individuals from age two to 22, they can go to public schools. And the question is, OK, what happens after that? You know, and that's one thing our nonprofit and I'm trying to push is, is you know, getting job coaches out there, trying to teach uh, life skills to individuals who so they can go out there and work jobs and live life just like everybody else because that is that is a uh, scary situation for a family or parents to wonder okay what happens what do we do now that they're out of out of high school or out of school yes. um, what what, what are, where are we going to plug them into the community and you know I've actually I work for well you probably never heard of it because mostly on the east coast but a grocery store chain named Wegmans and up and down the east coast and they're very big into hiring individuals with disabilities and giving them opportunities. Awesome. And we need more, need more employers to do that. Exactly, exactly. And that's one thing the REC does. I mean, with such, you know, a fun environment um, and laid back as recreation and, you know, REC centers, we do provide the opportunities for individuals to come in and work because we're all about customer service nice. and they're great. They're great with that. They're great with, you know, making sure individuals feel good when they come in. So it's, it's right. definitely worked out. So what are the primary goals of Club All Access? What do, you, what do you see as your goals of that program? Our goal is to, of course, service as many individuals with special needs as possible. But our goal is to just provide them with a safe environment and, and okay. offer them activities geared towards building their social skills, relationship building skills, life skills, vocational skills, but mainly really just fostering those friendships, those bonds that they build and keeping them connected to the community is our major goals. Well, that's awesome because building those relationships is, is key because, you know, you look at the world of disability, special needs, and that ugly thing called bullying rears its head. Yes. And many of these individuals are having to deal with that. But to be able to come to your program, come to you and hook up with somebody 
who can be that friend, that trusting friend that's not out there bullying, trying to take advantage. That that's, you know, families are grateful for that. The individuals dealing with it are grateful for that. So uh, I think that's absolutely awesome. Yes, and Tim, if if you can only imagine somewhere where you may you know that you're different, but you're able to come in and be yourself, and right. everybody cheers you on for who you are. It's just the best feeling ever to see them just come out of their shells. Um, because you know we also always tell them we're, they they are talented, and you know they have special talents. Um, like I said, right. some of them have. I mean, no more than we do. As far as, like I said, I have one that can just tell you, you can tell them your birthday one time and they never forget. And I'm like, how special is that? Like, you're awesome. But just encouraging them and letting them know they can do anything um, and just foster that environment where they feel that. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I had a gentleman one time ask me what my birthday was and he wanted to know the year I was born and was able right then to tell me the day of the week I was born on. And if you gave him any any date, previous date, he could tell you exactly what day yes. it was uh, yes. during that during that year. And it's amazing. Yes, and and we and we cheer on those 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 special gifts like that is what we hone in on and just to let them know how special they are. You know, it's you know, uniquely to them. Yeah, and you know, for my my you know law enforcement background. The, I originally started with what you call invisible disabilities, where you can't look at somebody and tell that there's something different. They may have autism or something else. They look just like everybody else, but they may have social interaction challenges, communication challenges, that repetitive behavior yes. and all. And, and but a lot of times I think individuals see individuals in wheelchairs, you know, non-communicative, uh, yes. if that's yes. the word. Um, but, uh, but their their minds work in some cases better than somebody who's neurotypical. Um, they don't have that intellectual disability. They may have a developmental disability. They can't perform these tasks. But I think we miss on you know you end up finding people talking around them about them like they're not even there. Exactly. And, and that's that wall we've got to bring down. Everybody matters. And one thing I say when I teach, I tell everybody every single single person has something to say. Yes. You just got to figure out how to say it. Exactly. You know? exactly. That's, and that's what y'all are doing. Yep. That's what y'all are doing. I, do do you have many of your... Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to ask, do you have many athletes actually uh, or, or individuals participate that actually compete in the Special Olympics? Well, we recently started competing in Special Olympics, um, but several of them have already been competing with other teams. But we recently started ours this past this year. Um, so we got to form our first um, team that we participated in track and field. Now we're gearing up for bowling. But these guys, what I've learned, they have been involved in whether it's Miracle League, Special Olympics for years. Um, so we are glad that we are also able now to offer that to them because we are a family. And so now they can have it right here with us with their friends who they're with on a day in day out basis and they can compete together. Wow. Yes. And so the program's been five years, this five years? Gone? Yes, this is our sixth year. Um, we yes. run on a, like a school, we run on a school schedule. So from say September through May is when we run. Um, and then during the summer, we have our summer program. 
Um, so we are Monday, Wednesday, Friday program, nine to two. Um, we now offer what I call elective classes um, for those that are not able to get in our program or for those who want to extend the day. We now offer adaptive fitness, adaptive cooking, and adaptive art. Um, you know, Tim, you know, like I said, there is a huge need. We have, I, we service 28 students in our classroom. There is five staff. Um, and in our program, if you're not able to follow simple directions or feed yourself, things like that, you are able to have a caregiver. So we okay. have three individuals that do come with caregivers, which is awesome because they're in our room. Some of them are parents and we get, like I said, feedback instantly on what we're doing, how we're doing it, if we can change it. And I think that is what makes our program so great because the staff is always, you know, that they, they are given 110% every time they're there. Um, so that is awesome. But we are there, like I said, um, we have right now 26 individuals on the wait list. Wow. Which is just amazing. So, you know, every day I think, how can I get these guys off of this wait list? What else can be done? Um, so what do you what do you what do you think you need for that to happen? Well, definitely I need space, more space. I'm going to say more space and more staff. Okay. Um, you know, I wish I can duplicate myself right. because it is it is a lot of work for a quality program. Um, and so right. the three day a week allows us to regroup Tuesday, Thursdays um, to do a lot of the planning for the program. So my thought is hopefully in the future to maybe find a way to program those other days, but maybe put a twist on what we're doing. Because I right. figure if we give just a little, it's better than nothing. Nothing at all. And so, Absolutely. yeah, so if they can come in and spend a couple of hours with each other, then, like I said, that's better than nothing. So just thinking of how I can get those individuals off that waiting list. And, you know, because who knows when with 28. Um, and like I said, it's yeah. not like a school. So the 28 that I have, they're not going anywhere. Unless right. they decide to move away or something happens, you know, job. But for the most part, they're not going anywhere. So right. if I don't do, if we as a community don't do anything, those 26 is going to continue to mm -hmm. grow and they're going to be sitting there. Right. So. And it's still, wow. So if, if anybody in your area or anywhere wanted to get in touch with you about maybe working with you, assisting you, or if they've got... Uh, one who they're interested in having them participate, uh, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you and, uh, you know, the city of Grapevine, the Parks and Rec? Yes, they can email me at mcarl at grapevinetexas.gov, and that's Texas with the TX, um, or just contact the Rec of Grapevine, ask for Michelle Caro, um, and definitely, they definitely would be transferred to me. Okay. But definitely, definitely hoping that, you know, I can continue to connect with different venue uh, organizations within the Metroplex that can help assist with job training, um, you know, volunteer, volunteering services. Like I said, I, my, my goal is to keep these guys connected to the community and the more and more businesses, like you say, that offer different services for right. them to be out there, the better it, the better it is. Understood. What What do you think makes? I mean, it sounds like it's, it's blowing up, but you just 
you've got so much more interest than you can, I guess, deal with right now that you can't accommodate everybody, but yes. you want to. Yes. What do you think has made it such a success? Well, I tell you, I don't know about many other programs, but we interview each participant that comes through our program. And okay. I'm going to tell you my success into keeping these guys excited is pouring back into the program what they love doing. So right. each interview, I listen, and it might just be their favorite song or their passion for theater or, you know, whatever it is, fitness, to be the best that they can be. I make sure I listen and pour it right back in. So they don't know it, but they're building the program because okay. it's for them. And that has just been the, the success for the program. So you're just facilitating the opportunity for them to. Yes, yes. Make it want, in, pretty much. Yes, I want to know their passions, what they want, and then I try to to offer it. Try my best to offer that to them. But so it's such, myself, it's so much more than a like a daycare. It's it's really taking an active role in their lives and helping helping to mold them. And uh, I can only imagine how appreciative the families are that you, you're you doing this. I have gained 28 families. Yes, they are very appreciative. They're very supportive. They're like, whatever you need to keep this program here and keep it growing. Um, so, yes, awesome families. And I can say, Tim, you know, the most challenging, but we have definitely been blessed, is to foster 28 individuals, all different levels, under one roof. And I, what we offer transcends across to all of them. Wow. It, it, it's been amazing. I, I can't even explain, but it is amazing. Life changing. Definitely, like I said, not just for them, but for us. Right. Well, you went to college and you got that degree. What, what made you want to get that degree? Was there anything in particular in your earlier years that really um, lit, lit that fire under you? Well, I tell you, Tim, no, you know how you just try to skirt around things. Well, my, my family was a, a family of individuals that were in the medical field. Okay. So my first initial thought was, well, uh, I don't want to be a nurse. I don't want to be a doctor. Let's do physical therapy. And then okay. I got to school and realized the curriculum for physical therapists was not what I wanted. So therapeutic oh. recreation landed in my lap. Wow. And who knew that, you know, 20 plus years down the road, this is where I would land. Do you have that one aha moment or one individual that you worked with or dealt with that really directed you that way? Or even somebody that you finally realized what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing. And you obviously have a passion for it. That's what people tell me about what I do. Um, but is there that one individual or one situation that really turned that key to the ignition and you said, yeah, this is where I'm going? Well, I can tell you that I've been very thankful for my, the leadership that I have. They've right. always been able to see past more, I mean, more than what I can see in myself right. and say, hey, you will be a good fit for this. And, you know, once they said it and I moved on, it was like, wow, this is it. And like I said, I thought I had reached the best thing, you know, the best 
job that I could until they called me back because I was gone for a year. I, I became a mom. I left the city and I got the phone call that this is what they were wanting to do. And they thought I would be the best person for it. Oh, wow. And once again, you questioned me, but once is once you pray on it and I stepped out and like I said, Tim, after 20 plus years, these five years have just been amazing. Amazing to finally know that you're giving back and you can see right. their faces and that they are so thankful and excited every time you walk in. And then, yeah. like you said, the families are grateful. So, oh, yeah. I mean, and, and with our nonprofit, what we try to do, and y'all along the same pathway, I guess, but looking at a lot of people with disabilities, they're the ones that had the birthday party and sent the invitations out, but nobody showed up. Or they invited somebody, or, or they never got invited to other people's birthday parties. So that's what you know. What we're trying to do is have these parties and events for them. Uh, we've even got our own Santa Claus. We trained up Santa Claus on understanding disability, and um, we have Christmas parties where they get to. You know, a lot of them are not have not had the opportunity to come in and sit with Santa Claus because it's tough to go to a mall. If you have a disability, yes. if you can't handle the crowds and waiting in line. So we, we afford that opportunity to them. They get to see and visit with Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. That is that is awesome. That is awesome. Like I said, That's just being able to do those little things means so much to them. Yeah, and that's, you know, I've had a lot of people ask me why I got involved in it. And it just be it happened because I got assigned to run a program for the agency, the police department I was working for. And, um, you know, everybody asks me now, so, you know, why, what is your link to this? Do you have a child or family member with a disability? And, and I'm like, no, I, you know, my father, he just passed in April of Parkinson's. He, he, he dealt with that for many years. But um, no, I just it's developed a passion just like you and you see the need and you see how appreciative uh all parties involved are and you just love love of doing yes. it exactly exactly and like you said i i i have a stepson with autism okay 22 and never thought you know that you know once again trying to understand his world right and now this has this opportunity has even provided me that now yeah. I can understand and, right. you know, and, you know, and really now be, being able to communicate differently with him, which is, oh, has been awesome in itself. That, that's, that, that's great. I mean, that's absolutely awesome. Have you been, have you had other cities, parks and recs reach out to you trying to kind of copy what you're doing? Yes. Yes. You know, our, our facility get visited a lot. It's one of the newer facilities. Okay. So we have a lot of cities coming through and they're thinking about renovating um, their facilities. And okay. so they walk by and they want to know what is that? What, wow. what, what, is, what is going on here? What is this program? Right. Because they realize this is something that they don't have. And hmm. so they want to know how we do it, you know. And, and so that, that's great in itself. That grapevine um, is, is doing this that we're on the map. And, and like I said, a lot of people, a lot of cities, you know, have not gotten there yet. So I'm so excited that Grapevine decided, like I said, or the citizen 
noticed that need and Grapevine jumped right on it and said, yes, let's fulfill this need. That's wonderful. So yes. what's the future? Yes. What's the future look like for the program? You know, Tim, I said, I just hope that I am able to provide some type of service, continue doing what we're doing and growing. Right. Um, but also, no matter, you know, even with the limitations that I have, try to continue right. to offer services that get these guys off the couch, get them involved, you know, continue to foster friendships because right. the last thing I want them to know, think that they're forgotten. So that, that is my goal is to continue to push forward and the best where I can with the limitations that I do have, just continue right. to, to build on that. Well, that's great. That's great. So any, so again, your contact information, if anybody wants to get involved, yeah. if yeah. other, if other cities across the country want to find out what you're doing, give us the best way to get in touch with you. Like I said, it's mcarl at grapevinetexas.gov, and that's with TX. Or just go to our website at gograpevine.com slash adaptive rec, and you'll see and you can read about the Club All Access program. And also my contact information is on that website also. That's absolutely awesome. Well, I can tell you, if I ever get a teaching job or something, get you know, I've traveled the country teaching uh, autism, Alzheimer's, uh, intellectual disability, and all. If I ever get an opportunity to get out to Texas again, I've been out there a couple times. But yes. if I ever get out there again, I'm definitely going to meet up with you and see see what definitely, you got going on out there. Definitely come and visit us in Grapevine. That's awesome. Well, Thank you, Tim. Any, any parting words for anybody you want to share? Anything else you on your mind you just want to tell people? Just know that individuals with with disabilities you know, they are just like, they're just like us. They want to be mm -hmm. seen. They want to be heard. Um, and just don't dismiss them. Just, just like I said, definitely, you know, embrace them. If, if lack of words, embrace them. Awesome. Well, yeah. you're definitely doing that in Grapevine. And I, and I appreciate it. And it's been great to meet you. And I just Thank appreciate it taking your time to come on to talk to me and talk to everybody out there about what you're doing. Thank you, Tim. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yes. Everybody, I uh, hope you, you know, there's so many things going on in the differability, disability, whatever you want to call it, the community, um, but taking people who are stepping out and seeing that need and having that passion and love for people uh, who are not quite like them. Um, again, they may have a differability. The fact is everybody has abilities, but some people just do it differently. And that's why we use the word differability. So um, look them up, look up the city of Grapevine, Parks and Rec, and find out everything about Michelle, what they've got going on. And if you're out there, go visit, uh, try to get involved. Uh, the more people, the better. And, and uh, you know, here locally where I am, near Richmond, Virginia, uh, I'm with, our nonprofit, again, it's a betterunderstanding.org. Uh, if you're local to Richmond area, please go to that website. Uh, we have parties. We have events um, for individuals with disabilities. Uh, August 12th, we're having a dance party. We've got DJs. We've got food. Wegmans Stores is supplying all the food. And uh, we just want to have a big party for those individuals. 
And again, you can look forward to December where we're having another Christmas party. I believe it's the 10th of December. If you're in the Richmond area, please uh, go online and register. We do ask that you register for these things because we want to know who's coming, how many are coming, uh, just so that we can be prepared. But hopefully you heard something today that might spark an interest for you. And maybe you want to go out there and try to make a difference and make a huge impact for these families and these in we want to advocate for those individuals and we want to help teach them how to advocate for themselves. So we're doing it here in Virginia. Michelle's doing it in Texas. People are doing it all over the country. Find a way to just get in there and, and help work with these families and these individuals. They matter. And we need to uh, treat them like they matter because they do. And uh, just go out there and try to make a difference. So Thanks for watching, and I appreciate everybody being here. And, Dad, I love you. Thanks for watching.